Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. My name is Ishan, and I think I'm from India. At least that's what a note from my biological parents said. I don't remember them at all. When I was about two years old, I was found wandering around L.A. International Airport all by myself. I had a little backpack and a sealed envelope in my hands. A concerned worker picked me up and announced on the loudspeaker that they had found a lost child, but no one came to claim me. She took the envelope from my hand and opened it. There was a note which read, This is our son Ishan. We recently arrived here, but we cannot afford to take care of him, so we have left him in the airport hoping that a generous soul will take him in. Before I continue, please don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit that notification bell for more awesome content. I'm 15 now, and all I remember is growing up among lots of other children in a home run by a man called Mr. Arthur. I always struggled with identity issues because I looked different from everyone else. Henry was the worst. He was about three years older than me, and he was sent to the orphanage around the same time. He'd constantly taunt and bully me and he'd say the most awful things too. I knew I should have tried to toughen up, but I'm a sensitive guy and it was hard. Until one day after lunch, we were all playing in the backyard when he came and shoved me to the ground. Why don't you go back to where you came from, Indian boy? He said. How can you say that to me when you don't even have a clue where you came from or who your parents are? We're in the same situation here, idiot. I shouted back at him. I got off the ground and punched him in the face. He instantly fell down and started screaming. Then, I looked at my hand and realized it was covered in blood. I had knocked out his tooth. Oh no, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble, I thought. Henry was Mr. Arthur's favorite, and I knew he'd probably do something horrible to me. Without thinking anything through, I ran up to the bedroom, put a few of my things in a bag, and ran out of the house. Hey, Ishan, where are you going? One of the kids said, but I ignored her and continued running. I ran as fast as my legs could take me until I was finally out of breath. I looked around and had no idea where I was. Well, I guess the rest of my life begins today. I'll have to find a way to fend for myself, I thought, while I walked around looking for a spot to sleep for the night. I settled on an old bench in front of a laundromat, took out my book, and began reading. 
I don't even remember what book it was, but I loved reading and it always helped me calm down. After a couple of chapters, I dozed off. When I opened my eyes hours later, a very fat cop was in front of my face and staring at me like he'd seen a ghost. Do you think it's him, Bob? Someone called from behind. Yeah, I think so. Hey, kid, did you run away from home after knocking somebody's tooth out? He asked. I swallowed my heart. I didn't know what to do. There was nowhere to run because the man was simply too huge. Yeah, it's me, I sighed. Great, now let's get you home so I can go buy some donuts. You kids need to learn to stop running away for every little thing. He shook his head as he led me towards the cop car. When I arrived home, Mr. Arthur was standing at the door looking puzzled. Thank you so much for bringing him back, he said to the cops who sped off hungrily. Ishan, I'm very disappointed in you. Come to my office upstairs. I have something to discuss with you, he said. Oh no, that's it. He's going to give me some horrible punishment, I thought. We went upstairs and when we walked into the office, there was a very ordinary looking couple sitting there. Mr. Arthur asked me to sit next to them, then sat down in front of his desk. Ishan, you probably think that you're in big trouble today, but you're not. Actually, I have a bit of good news. This lovely couple here would like to adopt you. If you agree, you will be able to leave with them today. They have no other children and they're quite wealthy. In fact, I wish they'd adopt me instead, he chuckled. Was this really happening? Was I really about to be adopted? They could have chosen any other child, and they chose me. My thoughts were all over the place, but I decided that it would be better to be anywhere but there with awful Henry in that stupid home. I never wanted to see him again. Um, hi, I smiled at the couple. I take that as a yes then, said Mr. Arthur. You already packed your bag before you ran off, so you're more or less ready, aren't you? You can leave as soon as you please. I'll give you all a few minutes to get acquainted, he continued, then left. Hi, son. It's a pleasure to meet you. I've heard you're such a clever boy and that you love reading. It's why we chose you, actually. We're intellectuals and we like to surround ourselves with smart people. We have a huge library, which we're sure you'll love. My name is Mrs. Porter, by the way, but you can call me Emily. And this is my husband, Charles, the woman said, smiling the entire time. Hi, Ishan. Welcome to our little family. Well, let's go, Charles said. We found Mr. Arthur downstairs and said goodbye. They walked me to their huge car and we all sat in the back because apparently these people were rich enough to afford a chauffeur. The seats were so comfortable that I fell asleep right away. When I woke up, I was staring at a mansion. Well, son, this is your new home, Emily squealed. I couldn't understand why they were so excited to have me. She showed me around their luxurious home, then led me to my room, which was bigger than a whole floor at Mr. Arthur's home for abandoned children. I had everything a guy could dream of. All the latest gaming consoles, a really expensive gaming chair, Alienware computer. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. But most importantly for me, lots of bookshelves filled with books I'd never read before. The library downstairs was already massive, and I had my own? I felt like I was in a dream. I had my own bathroom, which had a hot tub and a huge window where I had a great view. I had a walk-in closet filled with hundreds, and I'm not exaggerating, hundreds of outfits. This was definitely going to be a change for me, as I only had like four shirts and two pairs of pants. Look, you have this too, Emily smiled. She pointed me towards a huge vending machine filled with snacks and drinks. It's so you don't always have to go to the kitchen when you're hungry. You don't need to put any money inside to use it. Just press the button and you get what you want, she said. How is it different from an ordinary fridge then? I asked. Well, I just thought this was way cooler. Anyway, you can get changed and come downstairs for dinner later, she laughed. Emily, I just wanted to say thank you for all of this. I feel like I won the lottery or something. Thank you so much, I said as she walked towards the door. Don't mention it, darling, she winked. The first few days were amazing. I spent my time touring their estate and checking out the different books. I was never the gaming type, but since I had all that awesome equipment in my room, I decided to test it all out. I must have gained about 15 pounds. I had three-course meals a day, plus tons of snacks for my vending machine. This was the life. It was around the second week I started to realize that something was wrong with my adoptive parents. One evening after dinner, I was in my room getting ready for bed. Help! Help! Emily screamed. I ran towards the screams, then saw my adoptive mom on the floor in her bedroom, crying. What's wrong? I asked. There are whales in the bath, humongous ones, and I'm terrified. I don't know what to do. Can you get them out? She cried. Whales? In the bath? I asked. Go and check for yourself. Charles, Charles, where is my husband? Oh no, maybe the whales have gotten him. Charles! She continued screaming. I was confused as hell, but... I went to the bathroom to check. The bathtub was filled with water and lots of bubbles. I put my hand inside and felt all around. Emily, there's nothing in there, I said. You're awful. Go to your room, she cried. I was so confused. The next morning at breakfast, she smiled at me and everyone behaved like she hadn't made a scene the night before. Part of me wondered if I had dreamt it all. I tried to go about my day as usual, hoping that everything would be normal again, but I had no luck. That night, Charles barged into my room, looking terrified. Ishan, pack a bag of your favorite things. They are coming to get us. We need to hide, he said. Who is coming to get us? I asked. Hurry up, we have no time, he screamed. I packed a bag and followed him to a basement I didn't even know existed. There, Emily was already sitting in the dark, crying. It's okay, honey. They don't know about the basement, Charles said as he tried to comfort his wife. They won't find us down here. Is anyone going to tell me who's coming for us and why? I asked, but they both glanced at me angrily. I lost track of time, but I think we stayed down there for about five days. The maid would leave our food by the door and Charles would open it once a day. 
Then, one day, Charles and Emily left the basement, asked me to follow them, and continued living their happy, normal lives like the last five days had not happened. I was starting to get really freaked out by these two, so I tried to stay in my room as much as possible. I'd only seen them at mealtimes, and even then, they'd horrify me. One evening, we were having fries and hot dogs. I poured some ketchup over my fries, and they both froze and stared at me. What do you think you're doing? They asked. Um, putting ketchup on my fries? I said. You're doing it wrong. You're supposed to inject it. Barbara, bring me my syringe, Emily shouted. The maid brought a syringe, and Emily filled it up with ketchup. Then, she simply injected herself with the ketchup while eating a fry. At that point, I didn't think it could get any weirder, but it did. I went to bed really early that night because I wanted to dream and forget about my new parents who seemed to be complete psychopaths. I was sleeping soundly until I heard voices. I'm a very light sleeper. That's not how you do it. Shh, you'll wake him, a voice whispered. I opened my eyes very slightly and saw Emily holding a flashlight, which gave off a green type of light. Charles had a huge scalpel in one hand and a pair of forceps in the other. Be quiet, Emily. You'll wake him. We really need his kidney to ward off the vampires, Charles said. What? I screamed. Are you guys planning to... Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Operate on me? I shouted as I shot up and raced out the door. Sweetie, no, it's not like that. Please, come back, Emily said kindly. I ran out of the house and kept running until I found a main road. I signaled to the first car that passed, and I was lucky enough to get a ride from a stranger. I asked him to take me to Mr. Arthur's. We got there in no time. I ran up the steps and knocked on the door. Ah, I see. You've made it out alive, Mr. Arthur laughed. Wait, you knew these people were crazy? I asked. Of course. That was your punishment for running away. Now get inside and clean yourself up, he said. I was too shocked to say anything. I don't know what became of Emily and Charles after that. I never went to the police because I didn't think they'd believe me. I still live at Mr. Arthur's, which really sucks, but at least my experience with the porters toughened me up and I can stand up for myself a bit more. Plus, Henry's afraid to get another tooth knocked out, so there's that.